Let's Define Win, a podcast for everyday horse enthusiasts to laugh, commiserate, and learn that life is all about how you define wins. All right, folks, we are back for week six, episode six, titled The Judges Don't Love You, But We Still Do. So we're going to talk about nerves at a horse show. Um, in the practice pen, getting ready in the show pen, and all of that. Uh, lightly recap our Pinto World Show 2020 experience so far. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, emphasis on the latter. And then talk about some warm-up pen etiquette and things that drive us nuts in that retrospect. Yeah, so I don't know about you, but I've been feeling the nerves a lot this week. Yeah, I I really tried to make a conscious effort of assessing maybe like a self-assessment and I was like why like why am I nervous like why am I concerned right like mm-hmm. I've uh t- um to the show the next day and I was kind of just ready and not to get too much into a recap here but like I did my first like showmanship class the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really had not been more nervous until I was standing in that warm-up pen walking around. Um, Mm -hmm. The arena never looked so big, first of all. And, like, knowing that I was going to have to run that myself and not fall was something that was, like, super daunting to me. I don't don't really know how to put it, you know? Like, like, I can tell I'm, like, kind of nervous, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's not, like... I, I don't always understand why, because I under, like I know that I've, like, paid the entry fees. It's really just myself that's, like, putting the pressure on me, and yeah. it's, like, at the end of the day, like, what's the worst that could happen, right? Like, there's a lot of things that could go yeah. wrong. We've definitely talked about them on this show before, but I chalk it up to, you know, maybe in five years I'll, you know, either A, be so rich that the entry fees mean nothing, or it's just another class of the 5,000 that I've already done. Right. I think nervousness truly comes from just, like, the pressure we put on ourselves, and it's all external. It's not necessarily, or sorry, it's all, like, internal. It's not necessarily external, because you know that no matter what, like, anything can really happen. You're not really in control. But the thing that, so, like, I wasn't really nervous, at the beginning of the week, you know, like, I knew my horse. Um, I wasn't worried. I knew it was a pattern that we could do really well. And then, again, like, not to get super far into my recap, but literally first maneuver in the showmanship, I went in with too much beans, and he trotted. We were supposed to walk, and it was terrible. And so, like, I feel more nervous now towards, like, and, I mean, you never know what's going to happen at any horse show. Like, you never know what judges you're going to draw. You never know what the – ground is going to be like you never know what the pen of horses is going to be like you never know you know the person in front of you can go out and do the pattern wrong and or they can go out and have the high squaring pattern of the day like you have literally no control over your draw you have literally no control over what happens um and so that makes me nervous the not being in control but I also have placed so much more pressure on myself because you know I don't want to let 
and it should just be about me because it is such an individualized sport, but like, I don't want to let Julie down. Like, I don't want to let all these people who have helped me this year, like get to where I am down, you know, especially since I was going in so confident and I felt so good about where we were going to be. Like, I'm so nervous about disappointing other people that like, I almost don't even want to go in the pen the rest of the week. Cause I'm just like, you know, what happens if you fail again? That's a good point. Like, I don't, I don't always like to be very like open and forthcoming with like the fact that I'm going to a horse show because, you know, you tell someone, oh, I'm taking time off. I'm going to a horse show or, you know, from work or you tell like a family member if they want to like, you know, celebrate something. And you're like, no, I can't have a horse show. And mm-hmm. you always know the follow-up question after you get back or you see them next time is, oh, how did it go? And you yeah. be the person that says, oh, I, you know, didn't do that great, honestly. You know, mm-hmm. I just absolutely shit the bed, you know? Like, that's not the yeah. thing to tell anyone, no matter who they are. Well, okay. I, think, I think, like, it's completely fair that people are nervous, right? You know, oh, what, agreed. whether or not it's, you know, an open show, uh you know, a 4 H show, an open show, a breed show, you know, a world show, whatever, like, being nervous for anything is, you know, completely acceptable, and frankly, I want to- It's natural. Natural, but also- being nervous is natural. Encouraged, almost, because it means, like, you're taking it seriously. Yeah, it means you want to do well. Yeah, it means, like, you know, you're here to play, or at least try to, and you're going to take this seriously, and you're going to put in work And, you know, maybe it's because it means a lot to you. Maybe it's because you've put in hours and hours on end, and this is, like, what it has all been leading up to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think it's completely comfortable and, frankly, encouraged to be nervous. I think it's just understanding how to harness that, maybe, like, energy, if you will, and turn Mm -hmm. that into, like, something positive and constructive, which I think is kind of the hardest part about that. So what are some of the things you do to deal with your nerves? Give me your your top twos. Do you want me to go? No, I can go. So I think my my biggest one is like rationalizing it to myself. Actually, no. I think my biggest one is like being able to revert back to a time where I was way worse. (laughs) You know, I, you know, think of the Western Pleasure class. You know, for any of you that listened to episode one, um, you know that like my first big show, I uh, got within inches, I would say, of a judge. (laughs) being able like at the time like that was possibly the most traumatic experience in my life but really that's a little dramatic but you know really being able to like build off of that and be like you know what well I can't get any worse than the time I almost ran a judge over you know has been like right. one of the best things that has really happened to me I think my other one that I like really try to like help myself through with would be just like trying to understand why I am nervous you know like and I, like, I paid my entry fees, you know, so it's not like I'm like, oh, you know, I better, like, if I don't do well, I get, you know, I don't, I can no longer shower or anything like that, right? It's not like if I don't prove myself, like, my sugar daddy or whatever is going to cut me off, right? Like, I need to, it's not like I, I need to meet my standards for myself. It is going to be myself that decides I'm no longer showing. And understanding that, like, the pressure that I put on, the pressure that I feel is just put on by myself, right? It's not like my family or my friends or, you know, the barn or anyone like that is putting pressure on me. It is literally me putting it on myself. Yeah, I think that's all super important to bring yourself back to. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. What about you? What are your, how do you handle them? Yeah, I... 
when I start to feel nervous, I really try just to go back <laughs> to the the basis of like what I know how to do. So like if I'm in the warm up pen and I'm getting nervous, I'm watching like someone else like pivot really fast or whatever. Like I remind myself like, okay, you know, this is, this is what I know how to do. This is how I know my horse knows how to do it. Like, so let's like think about the mechanics. Let's think about, you know, this pattern instead of thinking like, oh, there's a walk and an extended try and there's a backup and you know, you have to back up at least 15 feet or whatever like instead of thinking about that I try to think of it as okay there's four turns and a backup so first I did you know like I try to break it out into pieces and I think that helps me um and then I also try to re oh remember that each maneuver is its own is its own piece of the puzzle so you know my horse doesn't always have the best lead change on him so I always know that like even if like just go for the zero on the lead change just go for you know bare minimum just go for the, just zero it and because I know there's other pieces of the pattern that my horse does excel at and so those are the points you want to highlight so I try not to dwell on the pieces that we might that we might not do that well on um, and just reminding myself that it's all its own. It's so even if you you messed up your lead change or you messed up your pivot or whatever, that doesn't diminish your whole pattern. You know, it's just a piece of the puzzle. So you really need to keep showing all of the other pieces. Yeah, is it what I try to remind myself. Square, right, and like it doesn't carry over. Like yeah, that. it doesn't fall into the other squares. Yeah. I think one point to really build off of that you pointed out was like watching other people in the warm-up pen, mm -hmm. you know, like creating nerves. And I've noticed that too um, for myself. And like one thing I think that's important to note there is like the warm-up pen does not always translate into the show pen. The show pen. Yeah. I've, I've had to really remind myself and I've seen that so many times this show. Yeah. I know like it can go both ways, right? Like Someone looks really good out there, and then they go in, and they absolutely lose it. Or, you know, they don't look good out there, and then they absolutely go in and step up to the occasion. And so I think it's really important to not base your nerves or even your preconceived notions off of the warm-up pen. Yeah, because, I mean, it's really easy to remember to keep, you know, to roll your spur and your turnarounds when you're in the warm-up pen when your trainer's standing right there. But when you're out there and you're under the lights and there's the crowd and there's the camera and there's the 16 judges sitting there, yeah, I think you shouldn't base your opinion off of the, the warm-up pen. The thing that also I noticed that, like, helps me when I'm in the warm-up pen is just, like, having someone somewhat familiar down there. Yeah, and it's, like, they don't even have to be your trainer or like even if it's like your friend's mom or something you know what I mean like just someone there that like you can look over and like there's a friendly face I think that's super helpful like I don't I don't know why it's like it's comforting to me to like look over and see like okay like I know someone there well like typically you know you'll have people in the stands you know maybe one or two not like everyone in the stands is there but like typically you'll know one of the two people from like the group you came with is like gonna be watching or something like that mm -hmm. and 
you know, it's so far from the warm-up pen to the stands that you can't necessarily see or even have the opportunity to see who else is there. But seeing that mm-hmm. down there is really nice because, you know, it's almost like someone like thinks that it's worthwhile to like be down there and cheer you on and you have an opportunity. It's not like you're forgotten about. And, you know, I have got like three other things I'd rather go do. Let me go buy a nasty pretzel from the concession stand and I'll see you later. <laughs> Let me know how your run goes. Yeah. And that's really yeah. Nice. Like I always make a point of going and watching the people who I either hauled there with or who I know or whatever, because like there's nothing worse than looking up in the stands and there's no one there for you. You know, like even if I barely know the person in the bar and like, I'm going to go watch them show just because I think that I appreciate that. And I think that other people should appreciate that too. Yeah. (laughs) I got you, bud. I'll take your tail wrap out. It was, I was like, I was in the, I think it was, like, my lope down on the horsemanship, and I was, like, coming back around, and I saw, like, you and Toby just, like, circling in the warm-up pen, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, I know someone. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were there. We were watching. Um, so, I think between, like, the two of us, we've got a variety of different ways to handle nerves, maybe, whether or not we want to call that handling or advice or whatnot, um, but I think we both reached a consensus that, you know, it's perfectly normal and almost dare we say, like, encouraged to be a little nervous, a little on edge, um, Mm -hmm. going into your pattern or your class, and so we definitely don't frown upon being nervous, just, you know, being able to turn that around and harness that into something constructive and positive. But that being said, um, we did touch on a couple things from this panel world show this past week, the first week, maybe, first couple days. I don't really know. They're all starting to blend together. Well, maybe we can do a little bit of that quick. We'll go and touch up on those, and then we'll hit on some funnies. Um, I'm back in Minnesota, and you are still down in Tulsa, right? I am still in Tulsa. I feel like we've been here for six weeks. It has been the longest time of my life. I'm sure Toby feels like it's been six months, so. <laughs> Probably. for Toby. It's a man of pasture. Yeah. So how, so yeah, give a quick recap of yeah. your four or five days here yeah so I did showmanship my first showmanship ever in a large pen a lot of running Mm -hmm. got drug around in the inspection was not expecting that at all wait so she moved in the inspection or we we moved and you know it wasn't a cute like pick up a foot side of back move all four feet the front feet to the left and the back feet to the right so it was like a legitimate like diagonal like movement uh, in the middle of our inspection, we have never had this problem before, but somehow we felt a need to do it. She was super lucky, and so I don't want to, like, make excuses, but that shit won't be happening now that it's winter and we've got some time to work on this stuff. But, like, it wasn't bad for it just being our first time ever. Our other pattern class horse, uh, yeah, kind of like what I was saying earlier, we haven't really stuck a pivot all year long, but we stuck two of the three um, that were in there. And I get, like, that's not always, like, the biggest thing, but, like, they were way better than usual. Usually we're moving a lot all four feet on those that was exciting and then I also did ideal and that one was way better than our first ideal ever (laughs) last time we did ideal we've done ideal twice before at at large shows and the first two were absolutely terrible we couldn't stand still so leaps and bounds from last year in maturing and being able to stand there for the halter portion that being said, we still did um, move around a little bit, like we didn't halt in showmanship. We got there, we got through it, we did pretty good there. Western Pleasure was fine, I don't know. 
wasn't fine, but we did it. So I'm here for it. What about you? I won't make excuses, but there were definitely some mistakes that happened. I didn't lunge Toby before showmanship because I've never had to lunge him before showmanship before. And my mom kept saying, like, let's just lunge him. And I was like, no, I don't want him to get sweaty before showmanship, you know, whatever. He'll be fine. And right before we went up to the cone, they were like, hang on, wait, wait here. So I was standing like just about like ready to go into the arena and they made me stand there and wait for probably like, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. Like, it was a long wait because you could have gone to the bathroom. Like it was a long wait. And so like, I got nervous standing right there and I could tell that Toby was going to be nervous because I was nervous and the gate person was just talking, talking, talking to me and I was trying to be friendly and talk, but I just couldn't do it. Anyway, and I should have backed him out of the shoe and went and walked around the pen and just like made it my own moment. But I, I don't know. I didn't want him to seem like rude. Anyway, so we had to rush to get out to the cone and start. And I just went out with too many beans. You know, I was really trying to point up on our walk because I felt like he could do it. And he trotted like four steps when we were supposed to be walking and so then I just gave up and just stopped showing so the showmanship was really disappointing for me I took that one pretty hard the bareback the horsemanship there, though right is that you've got what we we counted what 14 more years left in the age division yeah I have 14 more years left to win the amateur junior showmanship so <laughs> we're waiting on that one it, it, it was totally my fault, so I can't even be mad. Like, he was good, even though I was completely not showing, but whatever. The bareback horsemanship, I definitely was holding on with one butt cheek for a moment there when we did our first lope off, and I thought I was going to skirt off the side. But in the video, you can't tell that I thought I was going to skirt off the side, so that was great. He was super good, super consistent in the pattern, had... Again, he spun around really tight for me, and I was not expecting it, so I was not hanging on enough. So, again, almost got skirted off. He was great. In the horsemanship, we made the finals, um, had, a, had two really, really nice goes. But I was really proud of him in the discipline rail. So we've never shown the discipline rail before at a big show in very, very little – I don't know. Like, I just don't get the class. Like, I don't, I need to read the rule book. Like, I just don't know what they're looking for or what you're supposed to be doing. So we got out there and he was just super rock solid for me. Like, he let me put him in all of his spots. There was an extended lope and he let me put him, you know, off the rail. And we had to, I think we had like a two track and all sorts of weird stuff. You know, he let me set him up nice for his lead change. So that was really exciting. Consensus. Toby has been awesome this show and has really been trying hard for me. I'm just, I'm failing him over and over and over, <laughs> which is fine. You know, the win is that he's being great. He's being what he's supposed to do. So not to skirt too much on our conversation, but we do have some questions from our viewers, listeners. What are we, what are we calling them? Our fans, our winners. Our fans, our our fellow winners. Our winner so, winners. Our winner winner chicken dinners. I like it. I think let's just hit on this one. Because I feel like we both have a lot of good content for this one. But what is some good warm-up pen etiquette? 
the things that we've seen in the warm-up pens and the things that drive us nuts and then maybe some of like our good neighbor practices yeah yeah my bigot like i've had people run into me in the warm-up pen i've had people get close and almost get kicked a couple times too yeah i someone almost got kicked today in the color but the my biggest pet peeve is when people are like practicing i mean obviously it's a warm-up pen so you should practice but like your horse should be pretty warmed up before you get in the warm-up pen you know am i am i am i correct in that i don't know i mean the warm-up pen right before my class is the first time i loped in tulsa yeah but that's different though than like i don't know i it drives me nuts when like people are ricocheting around and being kind of unsafe and then they look at you like you're the issue you know that's true like they want to like lob a line like right down the middle of the pen so they can practice their lead change or something like that and like everyone else needs to stop what they're doing and either a watch them or b get out of the way very quickly so what are some good warm-up pen what's some good etiquette i have a not to do so there was like a practice that i did um okay it was like after my class was after my show and dory after dory was done showing i went to go ride like the trail pattern kind Mm -hmm. of and so i went down there to go and i was like so like i asked the group i was like is there anything i need to like know about like is there an etiquette they're like basically if you throw something off course you need to pick it up and i was like okay that's fine like, yeah, that's like, I'm sure these logs are heavy. We don't really throw anything too far. I get down there. Everything's elevated. And there was also, like, we didn't stay for long, but, like, one of the best practices, we didn't stay long because everything was elevated and it was difficult and tight and I didn't want to have to get off. But, um, there was, if you knock something over, pick it up. It's just not fabulous. If your horse takes a steaming pile of dump, if your horse takes a steaming dump, in the middle of like the gate like someone needs to take care of that yeah my biggest pet peeve is when people just don't pick up their poop and i'm like why i mean like i get it it's not cool when your horse poops and you have to stop practicing or go find a fork or whatever but like yeah like most people are like more than willing to loan you a fork their their fork so you can go pick up your horse's poop and then go back to practicing. Like, some people will probably be like, oh, yeah, where is it? Like, I'll go grab it for you so you can keep practicing. You know, like, yeah, it's just an etiquette thing. I also think it is really nice etiquette to, like, if you're loping on the outside track and you see someone kind of on the inside, like, I think it's super super nice to be like hey I'm coming up on your outside or like hey like I was I don't know like walking in the warm-up pen and some girls like hey like, I'm gonna do a right turn you know and like 10 steps so like I was like oh okay so I can stop so she doesn't run into me like just communicating what you're gonna do if that can potentially interrupt someone else I think is great you know like why why not? Because no one's ever going to be like, no, don't do that. Right. Or I maybe they'll be like, oh, hey, my horse gets nervous when people do that. So then you know not to do that. I don't know. Yeah. And I think on that note, too, if the warm-up pen says no lunging, no lunging. Yeah. There's plenty of space to go lunge your horse. And I get, like, my horse needs to be lunged. 
but not in the practice pen, not in the little warm-up pen. Yeah, like that's, no, it's speed dangerous. No one doesn't want to have to bob and weave. No one else wants to bob and weave around your horse. I frankly, this might like not go well for me to admit this, but I find lunging very dangerous. Oh, I hate lunging. I don't lunge. I haven't lunged in like, I guess I lunged in July and that was the last time. And I don't plan mm-hmm. on lunging again for a long time. I get it. I get it. Oh, I have another one. Um, so I was practicing for horsemanship the other mm-hmm. on whatever day and we were all like using the same cones or whatever. And so like this... I was like standing there and like the lady who I honestly think they were her cones or whatever. She was like, are you going? And I was like, oh, I don't have to. I can wait. And she's like, no, go ahead and go for it. So she like, let me go for it. And that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, just like talking to other, back to your point on communicating, just talking to other people about who's going to go when and where. Yeah. Like it's just so much cleaner of an experience, better of an experience, safer of an experience. Just to throw out there what you're doing. Or, you know, whatever. I think another thing, too, maybe, like, a worse practice is just no yelling in the warm-up pen either. It's tacky. It's ill-prepared. Just don't yell. Yeah. Like, unless there's, like, a loose horse, yeah, that's fine. But, like, don't scream at someone else. Don't, like, if you need something, like, jog on over there and ask for it for someone. Like, there's no need to yell. Yeah, no, I agree. I hate it when someone will, like, yell at their mom or, like, their trainer to, like, bring them something. And you're like... Why can't he waited 30 more feet to act? Just, like, quietly ask. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Did you have any wardrobe malfunctions at the show? Mm. I didn't bring showmanship pants that were ideal for me. So I had a borrow pair, and I actually fit into them. I wasn't expecting to fit into them, but I fit, fit into them, so that was nice. Um... I opted for my button-up instead of, like, my normal, like, sequin rhinestone jacket, rhinestone jacket. Yeah, that looked really good. Thank you. It was super comfortable. So that was really nice. Yeah. I'm always, like, super concerned about, like, getting off an ideal with, like, a nice jacket on, too. Oh, yeah. I always get nervous about that because I've caught my um, vest on my saddle horn before getting off. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm always nervous that I'm going to do that. Do we have any atrocious behavior that we saw? Well, I saw one person just throwing their $20,000 saddle in a wheelbarrow. That was pretty atrocious. Whatever. (laughs) Made my heart hurt to watch it. I cried. Um, Yeah, I felt, I felt unwell after that. Um, atrocious behavior we've seen at this horse show. Hmm. People have been pretty low-key. I don't know if I've just been, like, more in my stall than I have been in years past. Because like, I've really only been at my stall in the arena or at your stall. Like, I haven't really been out anywhere. So I haven't seen very many, very many people. It was so heartwarming. So in my Tobiano color class, which I added yesterday and paid um, way too much money to go into and nearly died because this horse got loose during the class and was like running around bucking in the rings. Oh yeah, it was bad. Like it flipped over backwards. The live stream did not show this. Yeah. And it like thudded. Like you could like hear the thud and like, I'm like, oh my God, the horse's withers are going to be broken. And then it gets up, and the lady, like, didn't even try to grab it, and it just took off running. 
And so the ring steward is like, hey, there, you know, we have a pen, we have a catch pen back here. Like we're going to open it up so we can catch him in here. And of course I'm standing right in front of the gate for the catch pen. So I'm like, I'm getting out of here. So I go shooting into the middle. So it's like the four judges, the four ring stewards and me and Toby standing in the middle. Like, hey guys, um, notice we're not on your cards. That's funny. Let me show you my number up close. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but we were like very close to the rings, to the judges. And um, yeah, the horse was like running and it was, I don't, I don't even know who ended up catching it, but that was, that was atrocious. Oh yeah. But anyway, in this class, after, you know, the near-death experience, they called us all on the rail, and there was this, like, really, really old lady, like, I'm saying 85 probably is, like, the minimum of what she is, and she, what did she get? I think she got sixth overall, and the whole arena was clapping, like, the whole, so, like, she had to walk out to get her ribbon and, like, walk out to leave, and so, I mean, she, it, it was a long walk from where she was standing and people like clapped and cheered the entire time. It was like so heartwarming. And I mean, she acted like she didn't really care, but like, I don't know, like people were so pumped for her and it just made me feel good. Did you go first in color? No, I really wanted to go out first like I normally do, but this gentleman was posting up hard on the warm-up gate and like would not let me in around him so I went in like <laughs> six I get what you mean now yeah he would not let me in and it was it was upsetting and the person in front of me walked so slow so Toby and I had to stop several times do you think it's payback probably probably it's probably karma it was upsetting. Do you, I, okay, <clears throat> this is silly, but, like, do you ever, like, find yourself being, like, if I do this, like, I'll be throwing something in the trash can, right, from, like, away mm -hmm. from, like, if I make this, I'm gonna have, like, an actually, like, a decent go or whatever, or, like, if I, like, if Dory blinks or something like that, like, we won't screw up or, like, I won't forget the pattern or something. Yeah, so my number for the show is 1217, and that's my birthday, right? So I'm like, God, like, I'm going to have a great show. Like, it's a sign from the universe. And we got Panda Express the first night or second night, whatever. And my fortune was like, great things are coming in your life. And I was like, oh, my God, like, we're going to have the best world show ever. Like, I was so pumped. And that's probably why I shit the bed in the showmanship because I was, like, thinking, oh, this is, like, I was thinking too highly of the experience. So, yeah, I do that all the time. My, I had a number that was, like, 423, mm -hmm. which was my, which is, like, April 23rd is my birthday. Mm -hmm. I was convinced earlier, not, this wasn't for the world show, but this was, like, earlier this year. I was convinced I was going to have the best show ever. Not the case. Mm -hmm. Possibly the worst show. And I think it was for, like, a circuit, so you had to, like, keep it the whole summer or whatever. Oh, yeah. It was the worst. It was, like, torture. Yeah. I, yeah, I have not been impressed with the experiences of this show. I've wanted to go home every single day. <laughs> but it's fine. We're still here. Still working. Kind of. Your work.
Yeah, getting my money's worth. God, I stood in the pen for long enough today to get my money's worth. Did you feel like you should have worn tennis shoes into that class, into your color class? Yeah, I really should have. I should have just kept my jacket on, too. Like, it was not, not worth it. Um, Snowmanship on whatever day. Um, my booth was super uncomfortable. Yeah. I legitimately went out and bought a new pair of black boots. <laughs> Have you worn them yet? No, apparently they're my early Christmas gift. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, this is the time of year, like, when you get something and your parents love to be like, well, this is part of Christmas. And then you hope they forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I'm like, no, 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 I'm pretty sure this was, like, my late birthday gift you forgot to get me. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure this is my, sorry, you're having a terrible experience at the world show. Please don't, please stop crying gift. That's what I think this is about. This is my, the judges don't love you, but we still do, gift. <laughs> so that's a wrap, folks, on episode six. The judges don't love you, but we still do. Hopefully I got the, did I get the title right? Yeah. You got the title right. Awesome. We touched a little bit on how to conquer nerves and why we think they're perfectly okay and frankly, possibly too. Encouraged. Have. Yeah, encouraged. Um, touched a little bit on our Pino world recap and why, you know, just because you put the work in doesn't mean it always translates into the warm-up pen, even the show pen. So keeping ourselves honest there this week and then also how to and not to act in the warm-up pen and also kind of any sort of outlandish behaviors that we also saw that we thought you guys should like to know about. Other than that, um, make sure you follow us on Instagram and on the Facebook, both at Let's Define Win. Um, coming up here in the next couple episodes, we want to do a couple like Thanksgiving, thankful type things. So a couple things in general, just like what you're thankful for. And then also kind of like a trainer appreciation, what they do that you're thankful for and trainers in general. Um, other than that, see you guys next week. Get it solid.